Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Here we are, bud. Back again. Oh, yeah. And I uh, pulled the audience again. Got a couple of uh, fears. You uh, pulled them? Well, I, I guess I just asked them. I didn't pull them. Oh, you're starting in the feature right away, huh? Oh, yeah. You're not even giving them time to settle in. They're like, what's going on? You know, you don't no, know any of that. I cut the chit chat. We've Let's been doing the it. new theme of getting mm -hmm. people's fears, talking about them for a little bit. I mean, that's probably someone's fears that they don't get to have a little banter off the top. <laughs> I think that our uh, banter of just like small talk is uh -huh. people's fear rather than getting into something. Well, let's keep scaring them then. <laughs> that's right. what we're here for, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, the fear that we got submitted today mm -hmm. was um, the fear of having surgery and the surgeon leaves something in you and then right. sews you back up. Well, that's like a free prize. I guess so. You don't get to use that prize. Yeah, but you get to use it for a malpractice suit later down the line. And that's big money, baby. <laughs> well, I feel like, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, it could also kill you, right? I mean, yeah, probably not. You'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know what a doctor would leave it. You know? Well, they can leave all kinds of things like they'll leave like sponges. I think I've seen like uh, scalpels or like those retractor things that like pull bits back their cell phone uh i don't know if they've ever done that that'd be pretty funny though <laughs> <laughs> and you're like he's not here i feel like surgery is such a big like fear mm -hmm. in general like i think well because you could die well yeah but also there's like the movie there was one movie i watched with uh i think it was with hayden christensen it was Star Wars, like 2006. Yeah, Star Wars. That's the one um, <laughs> where he's like uh, awake, but they think he's been like put out or. Oh, isn't that a Stephen or... King book? I think it was a Stephen King novella. But I think this one was wasn't not. the Stephen King book, but just ripped oh. it off. Oh, those sons of bitches. I don't want to see it then. I don't I don't want to. I don't want to come at Hayden Christensen. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure that's what it was. All right, Hayden, listen, you need to go back to the source material. If you don't take away that movie from your filmography, we're not talking to you ever again. <laughs> well, I, I did see him once. You did? Yeah, at RW and Co. Oh, is he buying uh, slacks? Well, he's doing a big premiere uh, for uh, his own Slack. personal slacks. Okay. <laughs> Hayden's pants. Yeah, it's just pants. There's one pair of pants on there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They brought him in for the occasion. Wow. But it's not all about Hayden's pants today. Should be. Because we got an incredible guest here, <laughs> a returning guest. We got Jan Caruana here. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Oh, so good. So good. How have you yeah. been holding up uh, for this uh, pandemic we've been going under? I've been OK. Like, I've been OK. And um, I've been working from home, which is great. Mm -hmm. I've been doing lots of like cooking and baking. Yeah, um, that's really it. <laughs> Fair enough, but keeping busy is uh, the most important part. Yeah, yeah. Like I've gotten into now, I'm I'm making my own ice cream. Oh, really? I'm basically the pioneer woman here. Nice. What yeah. what what kind of ice cream are you making right now? So far, I've made uh, coffee ice cream. Mm. I made uh, like a cookies and cream ice cream. Uh, I've got a, a peanut butter chocolate. 
brewing oh, right now. Brewing, it's on its way. It's on its way. It's percolating. <laughs> All right. We'll be we'll be waiting for the pint in the mail. Yeah, you got it. I, um, how do you feel about this uh, fear of someone leaving something inside of you while uh, having surgery? Well, let me tell you, when you, you first said it, I, I jumped ahead to my own fear, which is what you talked about from that movie, which I think I got the fear because I, I didn't even see the movie. I saw the trailer for the movie <laughs> about waking up in the middle of surgery. Mm -hmm. um, during the, funnily enough, during the pandemic, I had to have dental surgery and I've never had any sort of surgery before. And they asked if I would like to be anesthetized. And I said, yes, please give me everything you've got. Mm -hmm. And um, they were shocked when I told them that I'd never been anesthetized before. And I didn't know what to expect. And I, I was awake during the whole thing, but you just, I feel like it's probably just like being a bit high. Like you just feel really good. Nothing really matters. Yeah. I've never, I've never been anesthetized. So I don't, I don't know what it's like. Lucky us, right? I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that seems worse though too. Like you're not feeling it obviously, mm -hmm. but you're around for it. Yeah. And you, like, I did hear the dental surgeon go like, oh my God. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> But like looking back on that, I remember I'm like, oh, I should have been like worried about that. But I just kind of yeah. like, they'll figure it out. That like, kind of happened when I what am my, I gonna do when I had my wisdom teeth out. They just did a shit ton of like local stuff in my mm -hmm. in my face. So the whole it took them like half an hour to get this one tooth out, and it, you just all you hear is like your your teeth grinding and cracking, and the yeah. guy like just like reefing on your face for twenty yeah. minutes. So. I can't imagine, you know, if they're down in your torso pulling out like a bunch of like red noodles and stuff. Yeah, or a baby. Yeah, like that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you had for lunch, you know, they're, they're fishing here. It doesn't really matter. There's a meatloaf in here. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast, but Damien knows this. I've had eight wisdom teeth taken out. Eight? Do you even have, does a normal person have eight wisdom teeth? I in have head? two more coming in too. And 10 in Toto. Yes. And I had a full set of teeth taken out. I was born with or like developed three sets of teeth. So I had two adult teeth. That's right. It's a shark boy and lava girl over Holy here. Shit, baby. You are like a shark. Mm -hmm. So what did you do? Did they take out like a set of, of grown up teeth and the other set came in? They I think they did. They went like into the gums and got them before mm. they caused right. anything to my current. What happened? What would have happened if they pulled the wrong ones out and then you got these little weird deformed teeth? I mean, I think that probably <laughs> happens. <laughs> you think that's what you have? No, these are the right ones. Oh, no, I'm saying what do you think would have happened to you is what I'm saying. Oh, I mean, I just would have. You would have had, had weird teeth. Yeah, I would have had maybe, weird teeth. I, maybe you would have been a better singer like Freddie Mercury. True. Mm. You could have had pipes like nobody's business. You can't sing with shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yet they keep sending me for these singing auditions and oh, I don't no. know what to do. I, I, know. I know. Sing your little heart out. That's yeah. what you do. Just sing your little heart out. Yeah. But to, to answer your question, I do think that that's an actual fear because I think a lot of, if like watching ER and MASH mm -hmm. has taught me mm -hmm. anything, a lot of hijinks happen in the operating theater that's true gags I mean, bits i hope that the doctors are doing a bunch of gags and bits while they're operating on me if they're yeah, not right? having fun what's the point well also i think like from watching those shows when they're having fun you got nothing to worry about 
Exactly. If Clooney's like elbow deep in your guts and he's he's cracking wise. Yeah, you know <laughs> things are going, going great. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's smooth sailing as far as I that's mean. Smooth sailing. We know now that he's a total prankster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so who knows what he's doing? <laughs> I mean, and leaving in there. I would hope that they film it so I could hear the wise cracks afterwards. <laughs> oh, well, like a director's. Yeah. Kind of, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's why you wouldn't want to be put out that's true so i can watch <laughs> i can say keep good me one. lucid i want to hear the bits <laughs> good one doc <laughs> <laughs> um jen so the last time you were on this podcast it was almost three years ago now which yeah. is wow. which is pretty crazy yeah and a lot has happened since then oh uh, yeah like what yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, the pandemic for one. Oh, right. Yeah. But you've been also uh, working on uh, Baroness Von Sketch uh, being uh, behind the scenes writing as well as on the show. And I know that that show is now wrapping up or Mm -hmm. wrapped up. Wrapped. Wrapped? Yeah, it's wrapped Wrapped up. up, Yeah. uh, This year. Right. Yep. Um, And uh, so how was that experience? Because I know you've spent like three years on it, too. I think it was just as you were doing the podcast, probably. Um, So how was that? We got you just before and just after. (laughs) It was phenomenal. I mean, I was really lucky. I got to do uh, some time in that room with uh, all those wonderful women and and gentlemen who also worked in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was really uh, it really was a marvelous place to work, Uh, not only in the room where um, everything was just up for grabs. And it was a real place where. you know, you, you go in there and you kind of put a little idea out and you're like, am I the only one who this has happened to? And you find out that you're not. And even if it didn't happen in the room, then you see that sketch produced and you see, I mean, you know, we live in a, a great and terrible time because you can see all these comments being yeah. like, this happened to me. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm not the only one. So like that really gave a platform to really like, you know, talk about your shit. Um, and then being on set was amazing because you know, those four women are amazingly funny, talented women, but they're also terrific improvisers and so open to creativity that like you do a few takes and then everything is just up for grabs it was amazing. I think that too, like you were saying, like this uh, social, social media age, I mean, this feels like, I mean, there's obviously like 22 minutes and air farce, they're mainly Canadian centric, but this one, like Baroness Von Sketch was across multiple countries, like everywhere. Right. And these clips were trending and like going crazy. So the comments on them, it had to be very interesting. And probably the first time that's really happened in Canada because the other sketch shows prior to that didn't have that. Yeah. The, the Baroness team, like really did it right. Like I remember working on a sketch show, um, quite a few years ago and just being like, why aren't our sketches online? Like, why, why aren't we putting mm-hmm. content online? Yeah. And I think there are a lot of different things where like, maybe it was different back then where if you wanted to sell it internationally, it had to be like the first premiere. So if you put it online, you couldn't sell it internationally or whatever, it's probably changed by now, mm-hmm. but like they really knew what they were doing and they really reached a lot of people across all platforms. And um, yeah, it's, it's really gratifying to know that a lot of people are seeing their work. Yeah, I think that's part of like the big groundbreaking. I think they're a huge part of the big groundbreaking thing of moving us into the States kind of uh, uh, thing. So like and I think it's a big thing with that social media of being able to create the buzz there. So it only made yeah. sense to um, kind of 
be so successful and like go at social media so hard. It was a really cool thing. Yeah. Not only to like broaden your audience, but like to get notoriety on the show, because as mm-hmm. you know, like working in Canada, a lot of stuff doesn't necessarily mean anything until like mm-hmm. the Americans are like thumbs up, but like get it, like getting guest stars on their show because they were fans of the show first yeah. mm-hmm. and then reaching out through social media. Like the internet has made the world very, very small. Yeah, it's it's so cool. And uh, of course, it's uh, led to now uh, Pretty Hard Cases being a show, which mm. is a really cool, unique show for uh, Canada, which you were also in. I was. I was on that show uh, from my work with uh, Meredith McNeil on um, uh, on Baroness. I, uh, I did a, a day on that show where I played a fast food employee who, uh, <laughs> a spoiler alert, uh, ends up eating a pound of cocaine. So yeah, that was a fun day. <laughs> they, they didn't actually have you eat a pound of cocaine. Oh they? yeah. No, they did. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No, it was, <laughs> it was icing sugar. Um, oh. I didn't actually have to eat that much of it. Um, because you know, you, you do a few takes where you like almost eat it and then yeah. you just go whole hog on it on the last couple of takes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I ate quite a bit and then, um, this maybe I don't know maybe this is too much to share but then in the car on the way home I was texting with my boyfriend and you know those days on set are very long can you hear that there's a lot of construction happening right now (laughs) I apologize it's okay so uh the days on set are very long uh and in the car on the way home my boyfriend texted me and was like do you want me to get something for takeout for dinner and I was like yes Kentucky fried chicken and so after ingesting a pound of icing sugar, <laughs> your girl came home and ate some big old fried chicken. <laughs> Sometimes that's what you want after the, a lot of sweet. You need, yeah, the you need that really salty. I needed something salty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also like I was very tired. It was a long day. You know how yeah. it goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Jen, the, the last time uh, you were on, we did ask you this question, but things may have changed. I remember that uh, when we asked you if you believed in ghosts, that you said that you didn't necessarily believe in hauntings, but you believe that something happens. And you uh, told a uh, very nice story. Uh, How is your belief in ghosts now and being stuck in your house for a while? Have you experienced any hauntings? (laughs) The only hauntings in my house are me haunting my own house. (laughs) Um, My boyfriend haunting the house. so no, I haven't firsthand experienced any hauntings. I I do think that like some there's some spookies out there. I won't uh, I won't sugarcoat it. Like so many days on pretty hard cases, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's uh, I think it's tenable that there are ghosts. What what happened on uh, on this set? Where, oh. where- <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I, it was an allusion to sugarcoating. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, like my face. I, I got it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. We, we filmed in a very old restaurant. Like it was a really cool old kind of dinery restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm sure that back room has seen some things, you know, <laughs> oh, I, I'd be more worried about the non ghost things that happened. There. <laughs> <laughs> the food looked delicious. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I know that uh, with uh, we just watched uh, The Conjuring Three, mm-hmm. um, yeah, which big uh, big hauntings in that, and they were going <laughs> yeah, over, yeah. you know, uh, demon law in that, where uh, they were making a defense that he was possessed. That's why he murdered. Right. So, do you, uh, Jen, uh, do you believe in uh, demon law? 
can you take a stance on this? Uh, yeah. Well, if I wasn't, <laughs> do you want me to stop when this happens? <laughs> no, it's okay. Fine. It's okay. Can you yeah. hear it? Yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, where do I stand on demon law? Well, a uh, few people know this, but if I uh, wasn't going to be an actor, I was going to go to demon law school. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know, things panned out. So um, no, I don't, I don't, I don't have a stance on demon law. Is there like a particular, is that like where you meet the devil at the crossroads and you have to play the guitar or something? <laughs> I think so. I think that's how you pass the bar. <laughs> um, yeah so great no, but 10 I, think out of 10. It, I think it's more of like uh in in uh normal people law uh court where you're like the devil made me do it and then they say okay and then you're oh, free to, then you're free to go like the twinkie defense yeah yeah what? you guys have <laughs> <No>. <laughs> someone i think it was like in the 70s so you need to you need to get your fact checker, your staff fact checker on this. But mm -hmm. uh, sometime in the seventies, someone said that they did a crime, maybe murder, maybe burglary. I don't know what it was because they had too many Twinkies, and then they were just like too hopped up on <laughs> on Twinks. On Twinks, yeah. <laughs> so I guess you could kind of say it's the same thing. So like, is that why they stopped making Twinkies for a bit because too much crime? Yeah. Wow. That's also. Uh, demon law is also where they get the phrase possession is nine tenths of the law. That makes sense, actually. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I <laughs> I think like uh, how did that case go? Did, did, did was that a uh, defense that they uh, got behind the Twinkie? You know, you guys know about as much about it as I do now. <laughs> uh, so I might have to Wikipedia it, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like maybe the guy got off. I don't know. Mm. We'll have to do an experiment where we eat a bunch of Twinkies and see <laughs> if we commit crimes. <laughs> I, I know with uh, Demon Law that the person mm -hmm. got in prison but escaped the death penalty because of it at the time. This was in the 70s, I believe. And then they uh, got out after five years. So oh. it, it worked. And, and what did the person do? They murdered their landlord. Well, I mean, you should you should get uh, money for that. <laughs> no, no, but like lately, you should maybe get a prize. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I will say, you know, see, <laughs> like you get to you get to become. No, you don't want to become a landlord because then someone will kill you. Uh, maybe you get a new uh, new car. <laughs> That's I hope your landlord. Food. I hope your landlord doesn't listen to this. <laughs> oh, she does. Yeah, we send her every episode. <laughs> we just want her to know. We're late on rent. Wait. <laughs> Is that a new uh, a fear of uh, being a landlord? Because you seem very hesitant about saying that you become the landlord. Well, no, because I was saying the whole premise is that if you kill a landlord, that you should get a prize. So you don't want to become a landlord because well, then someone else will kill you to get a prize. I know. But are you scared of that? If you got a prize for killing a landlord, yes. Well, I'm just wondering if you would avoid <laughs> buying property at that point. I would avoid renting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy it. I don't care. <laughs> But I'm not renting it. Not if those jerks are going to kill me. <laughs> My tenants. Well, all right. <laughs>
But on that note, we got a story to tell. Yay! We all drew positions beforehand. Um, Damien, do you want to reveal what you drew? I'm the little swing boy today. No responsibility in the story. You can yeah. do whatever you want. That's right. And I uh, drew the celebrity. Oh, so I go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to dish out four options. I'll have to appear as that celebrity at some point in the story. And uh, my options are Arnold Schwarzenegger, Derek Jeter, Glenn Beck, and Babe Ruth. Okay. I think I'll go Babe Ruth. <laughs> All right. It's pretty good because it looks like he's swinging two bats in the picture. He is. That's how he played. That's how he hit so many home runs. Oh, that's the secret of baseball. Well, every home run counts as two if you use two bats. You'd think there'd be a rule. Yeah. <laughs> Demon rule of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And uh, Jan, that means you drew the narrator. That's right. So for the narrator, we're going to go to canigeta.com for a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get this story started. So what would you like? Um, how about a location? Attic. Attic. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a genuinely spooky location. <laughs> Unless you live in the attic. Like, doesn't the one guy in Home Alone live in the attic? Yeah, that's spooky still. Is it? <laughs> Wait, the, a guy in Home Alone lives in the attic of Kevin McAllister's house? Yeah, doesn't one of the kids have like a room in the attic? Oh, okay. Different story. Yeah. I think there's there's so many kids in the house that one of them has to live in the attic. Right. But it's but not it, like he's home alone and then he's like, shit, there's a guy in the attic. <laughs> not alone. That would have been a good one. Yeah. that uh, Honestly, Home Alone 3 should have been him left home alone again and it's haunted. Right. <laughs> Instead, they they changed the kid. They had a talking parrot. It was it was different. Yeah, <laughs> you guys watch a lot of movies. Yeah, nonstop. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, we thought about being productive uh, during this whole lockdown thing, but we didn't. So no. you know, we Overrated. made sure yeah. we made sure no matter where we went, we had a movie to associate with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look, you survived. Yeah. That's really or old wrestling shows from the late nineties, early two thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun at your house. Yeah, yeah. It's it's well, fun, sad, whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think so. Really, uh, really dark for a second here. <laughs> Well, why don't we bring it back up with this story? That's true. Okay. Me? To me? This yeah, however you'd like to start. Do we start yeah. with Once Upon a Time or something? Sure. All right. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm -hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. 
I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do, mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. Once upon a time, there was an old Victorian house at the end of an old Victorian lane. Two young lovers ready to start their life together, had bought the house. It was their dream home and they looked forward to fulfilling their dreams in it. But what they didn't know is that the house contained a dark secret. Oh boy, I can't believe that we're finally starting this chapter of our lives together. Our own house. (laughs) Isn't that great? I'm, I'm so excited. I mean, like just the idea of owning property. I never thought that this would be I didn't think it'd come to fruition. I didn't either. But I mean, this place was a steal. Mm -hmm. Well, Uh, a steal, but we also sank all of our money in it. Yeah, but I mean, we could have stolen it, basically, is what I'm saying. But instead, you insisted that we pay for it. So, well, yeah, I wanted to pay at least double. It was they chattered on and on like this on the front porch for quite some time. (laughs) The sun was setting and the crickets began to sing their sweet evening song. They looked looked at each other and said, we should actually get this place together because we got to sleep tonight. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, we got to unpack like uh, sheets or something. It's been like six hours. Oh, my God. We we really went off on that, didn't we? Well, yeah. Well, the deal. Wow. Remember the deal? Uh, That's why I love you, honey. (laughs) It was like a steal, right? It was time flies when you're young and in love. (laughs) If only we had stolen it, then we would have had money, too. Oh, back to this. Yeah, we we could (laughs) have. They talked about the deal for hours and hours (laughs) as they unpacked their sundries, their sheets and towels, assembled the bed that had just been delivered from Ikea that very day. I don't understand any of these instructions. Oh, they're upside down. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, there you go. Um, I mean, if you got this, I'd like to do some exploring. Excuse me? Have you got the bed? Then I'd like to do some exploring. I mean, some help would be nice. Well, I mean, there's so much of the house that we haven't checked out yet that I'd like to. Well, how about this? I'll finish the bed myself and you can sleep on the couch tonight. What? Oh, 
on and on they dickered about who will sleep where and when and how. They talked for a brief time about the deal again. I'm just glad that we've decided I can sleep in the bed tonight. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess we couldn't afford a couch because we spent all the money on this house. So, <laughs> okay, I better get to exploring. It is 3 a.m. <laughs> I'll be here making the bed alone. But what about the deal? Suddenly a crash was heard from the attic. Kaboom! Oh, I'm going to explore that. Was that your box of fireworks? I hope not. Okay, well, let's go check it out. <laughs> Slowly up, they crept up the creaky stairs. Um, slower. Slower. Well, because something spooky could pop out. You don't want to go up there fast. But if we go too slow, then it might leave. Yeah, but if and then you, we don't know what it was. You have to keep a distance behind me because if I get scared, I might fall backwards, topple on you. Yeah, but I don't want to be too far behind you because then if you fart, it'll hit me right in the face. What kept this relationship fresh is that these two didn't agree on anything. All right. Let's <laughs> turn the light on here. Okay. We'll check it out. All right. Okay. Midst all the spider webs and creaking floorboards jeez you would have thought the real estate agent would have like you know gotten rid of some of these cobwebs yeah cleaned up a bit right something well we can agree on this that's true we can yeah we should give that guy a piece of our mind yeah that's true hey should we not check this out and go back downstairs (laughs) get the phone listen we have to face our fears and make this sure make sure this house is ours okay you saw right through me i was so afraid of our own home I was so scared and you saw right through it. I, yeah, we got to just check it out. Not on the first day we live here. Mm -hmm. Suddenly a pair of glowing red eyes appeared in the darkness. Uh, This house. Is, is that a real estate agent? I think it might be wearing a Halloween mask. Hello, you sold us the house. We can't leave. You must go. Or perish. Wait a minute. I don't know if that is a real estate agent. I think our, I think a real estate, estate agent, agent is a much taller. I'm not. The, I'm not the real estate agent. Oh, they said it's not. You did. You got a great deal on the house. Everybody's talking about it. Oh, so you admit it is ours then? Well, it's a good deal. I'm just saying, leave the house. <laughs> is that why now. you're so upset? We got a better deal than you did. Look, I've been here a long time, but it, it's not about the deal. It's not about ownership of the house. It's mm-hmm. about who resides in the house. Well, we, we, well, we, we want to. That's why we, we bought it. I mean, I guess. Well, why don't you, why don't you step out of the shadows there, and we can get a better look at you there. We can, we can talk this out. Okay, come on, come on out. You'll never, you'll never see me. I, I, I got a lot going on back here. What? Just leave the house. Well, if you're never willing to leave the shadows, then I highly doubt you'll be able to perish us. Yeah, exactly. You guys, are, so you guys are just gonna stay in the house? Yeah. You guys are just gonna stay in the house despite. Is, do you hear my spooky voice? Do you hear my spooky voice? Yes, it's terrifying, and I have chills. But at the do you same see my time, glowing red eyes? Mm-hmm. We sank all of our money in this place. Well, what's... we got nowhere else to go, and you want us to leave? We thought we were going to be able to start a family. Here. We have to make a decision right now. What's scarier, demon in the corner or our bank accounts? Do you know why you got such a good deal on the house? Because of the demon in the corner. Of course. You think you're going to get you, in this market? 
You think you're going to get a house like this for under one five? Because again, how did we not even think of that? Yeah, I just thought maybe a bunch of people were murdered here or something. Yeah, people weren't murdered here, were they? A bunch of people were murdered here. Well, that's probably don't you see how terrifying this is? Oh, I'm the deals really starting to come together in my head now. I'm really getting a full grasp. Yeah, body parts strewn everywhere. Curly, blood curdling screams. Well, they're not here now, right? They're dead. Oh, okay. So it's just us and you that live here and the th- and the thoughts of dead people. The dickering went on for quite <laughs> some time until the two young lovers decided finally that they would sleep on it. And well, we're going mur- to bed, okay? Well, fine. I get I'm sure everything will look different in the morning. Yeah, just give us a night. Don't do yeah. anything drastic or perish us or anything. Yeah. If you want to talk, you- breakfast well, is at nine, okay? First of all, let me just let me just say something or else I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Oh, okay. Perish is not a verb. You can't perish someone. Oh. Someone will perish. So I guess it mm. is a verb, but so they, they will perish. You can't mm. perish a person. Right. What I just if- had to get that off my chest. That's fair. Okay. No, no, that's that's totally fair. So murder. Sure. Kill. Yes. Dismember and disembowel any day of the week. Mm-hmm. I, mm. I, I will never perish you. Right. So, OK, you're not going to perish us. That's perfect. That's great. Yeah, yeah. we're going to survive the night. Oh, OK, nice. I'm understanding. Yeah. yeah. OK, breakfast is at nine. We'll see you in the morning. Don't okay? be late. Bye. They tucked themselves into bed and thought maybe this might work after all. <sighs> you know, maybe things will turn out OK. I really think. They were really nice. Yeah. You know what? People always give demons a hard, uh, you know, they give them a hard time, but I think they're just uh, they're just lonely. I don't want to like count my chickens before they hatch. Mm-hmm. But if as long as they're on time for breakfast, this could be the start of a great relationship. Listen, we wanted to start a family. I didn't think we were going to be starting one this soon. <laughs> as the two young lovers dozed off into slumberland, they started to feel a moisture. <laughs> dripping, dripping, dripping on their foreheads. From the ceiling, a pool emerged and blood began to trickle down from the ceiling into the walls, into their newly assembled marriage bed. Oh, what the hell? On the new mattress. Oh, Thomas, what are you doing? It's not me. It's the wall. Oh, like the wall would do that. Yeah, take a look. It's up there. Oh, my God, it is. And from the attic, they heard a voice. You guys see what I'm doing here? You see what I'm capable of? Yes, we do. And stop it. You guys, you guys stop it. (laughs) I almost choked on that blood. You said you wouldn't perish us. We just bought these sheets and mattress. We don't have any money to buy another. Well, you should have splurged on a mattress cover, shouldn't you have? Damn it, he's right. Well, yeah, but we, you know, we wanted to buy that breakfast in the morning. <laughs> That's true. We had to pay for food, so we couldn't afford a mattress cover. It was, you know. <sighs> Do you know what you guys are? Your house poor. Didn't your mortgage broker get into this with you? You can't sink all your savings into a home. You need to budget. You need things for food and clothes and trips and entertainment. Wow. Wow, really? It's going to be a long time before we're able to do that. Yeah, we never even thought about that stuff. 
So what, you sunk all your money into this place and you just figured you're going to live here and eat, eat the drywall? Listen, this is a whole point of contention between us. I said we should have just stolen the place. How are you going to steal a house, chummy? Well, you just come in and then you live there. That's how you're doing it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. How about a little empathy? <laughs> right. I... All right. But you know what? Fine. No more blood from the ceiling. Okay. Everybody just get a good night. Listen, we'll talk about this at breakfast. Okay. Nine o'clock. Fine. Okay? Nine o'clock. I won't be late. I've set an alarm. Okay. I mean, no more blood for the ceiling is nice, but it's pretty drenched now. Too little, too little, too late. Well, you know, we may as well make the best of it. Plus, it's 5 a.m. now, and we said we had to be up at 9. Oh, jeez. You know what? Now what are we supposed to do? Well, we still got to wake they up. We said 9. That's true. As they babbled back and forth, <laughs> they slowly drifted off into sleep. A fitful sleep where they both tossed and turned, having dreams of what might come. Certainly, this wasn't the dream home they'd envisioned. It was more of a nightmare house. Oh, oh, oh bats. What's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, sorry. Just dreamt of all these bats all over me. Oh, that wasn't a dream. Ah! <laughs> Do you guys see those bats I sent? Yes. Yeah, well, uh, there you go. It's going to happen every night. What did you said you were going to stop? Wait a minute. I said no more blood from the ceiling. Wait a minute. It's a real monkey's paw situation. You can't afford food. But all these bats could be food. You're not going to want to eat the bats. Thank you, Demon. You're not going to want to eat the bats. Yeah, they're riddled with disease. Well, what? also, you said you wouldn't perish us. I, I, very I remember it. So we're not going to get a disease from these bats. Perfect. Well, no. What? I mean, the uh, their poop is poison. Well, yeah, and they poop. probably all have rabies. Oh, right. We can't eat demon bats. So you, you guys still you guys still settled on staying here then you guys gonna stay here i mean why do you want us to leave can i be honest with you guys mm -hmm. of course here have a seat the demon perched on the edge of the bed <laughs> i uh i was i was the first residence of this house I was one of the first residents of this house. I was just like you. Yeah. Young, full of dreams, ready to start my life. What happened? This all sounds great. I was murdered. Murdered? Oh. And the thing is, if you are murdered, then sometimes, do you guys see that movie Ghost? Yeah. No. No, you've never seen it. It's a good movie. I think Whoopi Goldberg won a, an Oscar for it. I don't know who that is. Whoopi yeah, Goldberg? I, oh, she hosted The View. Uh, oh, she was okay, on Star that. Trek. <laughs> I watched it and he didn't. Maybe that says something about your relationship. That's true. Sometimes I got to be honest with you, Thomas. Sometimes I do sneak downstairs while you're sleeping and watch every movie. Every movie? Mm -hmm. We were supposed to watch those together. I know. I've never watched a movie with you where I haven't already seen it. Wow. Wow. You think you know a guy? I digress. In the movie <laughs> Ghost, Patrick Swayze was murdered, but couldn't find eternal rest until he finished the business of protecting his love, Demi Moore, right. from the murderer and clearing his own name from murder. So we have to solve your murder? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I would. I mean, I was going to do it, but it's hard to leave the house when you're an addict demon. Right. Of course. Mm. Okay. And you're going to protect us from murder. Well, I mean, I won't murder you. There's very little I can do if someone else wants to murder you. Oh. Okay, well, how about this? Well, you did all the bats and blood thing. There's got to be something you could do. Well, I mean, I could send bats and blood, but I feel like if someone is hell-bent on murdering you, it's going to do very little to deter them. That's a good point. Well, is bats and blood the extent of your powers? Oh, yeah. What else can you make? I've got a few more tricks up my sleeve, a lot make... of them involving the toilet. Can you make cappuccino? Yes, <laughs> I, I can make cappuccino. Do you have a cappuccino maker? Uh, no, that's why we need you to make one. Well, I'm not going to make cappuccino from thin air. This isn't a oh. water into wine situation. But you can make bats out of nothing and blood. Guys are really busting my balls here. <laughs> you want to solve this murder? You just want to play ass grab all night, huh? It's already nine and I was promised a breakfast. You want to play that means you have to get up at eight. Do you want to play ass grab or what are we doing? Uh, no, no, no. We got to make the breakfast. Right, we promised okay, the breakfast. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. We'll make breakfast. As they went into the kitchen, the young couple in love discussed what they would have for breakfast, both realizing all they had was a box of Rice Krispies. Well, do we boil them or fry them? We chose Rice Krispies over a mattress cover. Yeah. Just sinking it in. Uh-huh. Well, who would have thought that on the first night we were here, our mattress would get covered in blood? Well, uh, yeah, a little unlikely. But on the first night? Well, that's why you have to prepare for these things. New I houses. I mean, if it wasn't blood, it could have been a leak from rain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You could have wet the bed again. Okay, don't embarrass me in front of the team. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I'd like to talk about, more about this wedding the bed scenario. Well, you see, uh, I knew you secretly went off to watch movies, and I know that when you do, you drink too many sodas. And sometimes when you come back, you know, you just, uh, those sodas run right through them, and midway through the night, sometimes he just lets loose, and it's just, it's a thick brown sludge coming out. You have so no idea how many sodas I drink. You have a history of bedwetting and mm -hmm. still did not think to buy a mattress cover from Ikea. They're $3.99. You got a bunch of damn tea lights. Why didn't you just not buy the tea lights? You bought a hundred tea lights? Oh, the tea lights make this feel like a home. Yeah. You you guys are friggin' idiots. <laughs> you Listen. damn morons. You're right. Come here, I'm I'm gonna put something together for you guys. Let me uh, and the demon rummaged through the cupboards. She found some butter and found some marshmallows for the, the two lovers were planning to spend their first night roasting marshmallows over the tea lights. She whipped together a rice crispy square that, while not suitable for breakfast, was still delicious. Hey, I've eaten Rice Krispies for breakfast before, and I'll do it again. Oh, so this isn't special to you. Demon just worked on this. You could have at least, you know, humored them. I'm sorry. This is very special. I'm I'm very thankful for this. Listen, we're going to help solve your murder. We're going to open up a paranormal detective agency and, and get to the bottom of this case. You know, I, I didn't even ask me if I knew who murdered me. You've all of a sudden started a damn small business. 
Oh, who, who murdered you? It was a night just like this. I had just gotten married. Well, it's actually and bad. my husband and I stood on the porch for six hours discussing the deal we had just gotten on the house. We stood for a long time discussing the deal until we finally went inside to consummate our marriage. Unbeknownst to both of us, an old rival lover had been lurking in the shadows. Who's, a, who's lover? My lover. Oh, your old lover. Okay. My old lover, Alan. Alan. Enraged that he couldn't have me. He declared, if I can't have her, no one will. Usually that means he was going to kill me. And he did. Wow, this guy seems like a real jerk. He was not nice. That's why I didn't marry him. Do you have a last name on Alan? This is really going to make it easy. Finshaw. Alan we Finshaw. solved our first case. Alan Finshaw. All we got to do is go to his house, arrest him. That's He's right. been dead for a hundred years. Oh, come oh. on. How are we supposed to avenge you then? He's already been killed. I don't know. I really cared. Maybe you'd go out and find his progeny or you I don't know. Maybe kill his children. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you'd just show me a little kindness, you know? I've been here for over a hundred years telling people to get out. And mm -hmm. every time I did, I made the spooky eyes and the scary voice and they did, they did yeah. get out. I remember watching my first baseball game on the television. <laughs> and there was this, I made the spooky noise and everybody left. They took the TV with them. And then never you couldn't did watch find out, again. couldn't watch baseball ever again. Nobody's ever, Nobody's ever stayed. What if we were able to bring baseball to you? That's right. We know a few people who could come play some baseball. I think you're missing the grander point, but I'll, I'll take it, I guess. <laughs> Hit a few dingers in the house. They talked about baseball <laughs> for a long time. They made some calls. They sent some emails. They figured out how many people they would need to form a ad hoc baseball team when finally they said and the couch can be third base that's right i'll get it was that a knock oh there was a knock on the door clearly <laughs> hello did somebody say baseball uh, <laughs> look who it is holy shit is that the bambino yeah, old two bats himself here to hit some dingers in the house. Yeah, baby <laughs> baseball himself. His lesser known name, old two bats. Yeah, <laughs> never hit a ball without uh, less than two bats. Uh, well, that's that's fair. You got a better chance of hitting it, right? And it goes twice as far, right? Exactly. You know baseball. I do know baseball. <laughs> well, it looks like you got the house together here. Oh, the couch is third base. That's right. Yeah. 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 The umpire's a uh, TV. Yeah. And the credenza is the hot dog stand. <laughs> that's just. That's just about nice. Now, uh, I heard there was a little special someone that's a fan of me. 
Uh, it's me. It's me. Uh, how about I hit a dinger in the house just for you right now? Golly, babe. No one's ever done anything quite so nice for me before. Well, here it goes. Here's the pitch. <laughs> Whoa. And, and it went sailing right out the window. Luckily, everybody thought to open the windows before the game started, so nothing broke. Precision accuracy uh-huh, yeah. right out there. Wow. Gee whiz, babe. That was a real humdinger of a dinger. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I can do some autographs, too. I can hit some runs i guess i guess that would be a home run because it went out of the house but all of a sudden there was a knock on the door again i'll get it opening the door the baseball flew in and landed on the couch a ghost ball it went all the way around the world <laughs> wow oh the the goat the demon went to pick up the ball ah still hot she said <laughs> You know what that means? All around the world and back to me, I got to hit it again. (laughs) (laughs) They played the game over and over for several hours. Babe Ruth hitting dinger after dinger. The young couple boiling up steamies in the concession stand. That means hot dogs. (laughs) The demon munching on popcorn and Cracker Jacks. She didn't care if she ever went back till the sun set on the old Victorian house. Well, I guess that's a little too much activity for old babe. I got to get back home, put my feet in the tub, relax, get to sleep. Well, here, babe, have a have a nice steamy for the road. Say hi to Marilyn Monroe for me, babe. We'll do. We'll do, kid. Bye, babe. Hey, wait. Huh? Kid? Yeah? How about the game-winning ball today? What? Here you go. He threw the demon the ball, and she caught it handily. Oh, wow. No one's ever been this nice to me before. Thanks, slugger. And hey, kid. Yeah. How about the game-winning steamy? (laughs) He threw the hot dog at the demon, and she caught it handily. She looked at it. She looked at the ball, and she could feel herself fading away. I've never been treated this kindly before. Even in your last marriage? He was a jerk, too. I married him for the money. (laughs) Now that her murder had been resolved, what she really realized was that she needed someone to kill her with kindness. And the young lovers had done that for her on that very day. She faded, rescinded, wisping away up into the heavens. The two lovers turned to look at each other. Love in their eyes and in their hearts and two giant steamies in their mitts. Well, there's one thing we haven't done yet. Meet these steamies. Consummate the marriage. Oh. Oh. (laughs) And with that, they went up to their blood and urine-soaked bed and made passionate love for 35 minutes. 
They knew they were going to be okay. Spooked. <laughs> that was a scary story. Wow. <laughs> was it my scary voice? Yeah. Yeah. Happy ending, though. Really worked out for everyone. It did. Listen, we're I feel like we're kind of in COVID times. Like I feel like maybe we need some nice things to happen to satanic demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really uh I mean another demon converted to an angel. Well, really, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't even a demon. It was a misunderstood person who couldn't pass on. Yeah. So, you know, you sometimes it. sometimes you just gotta listen. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. You gotta listen with your ears and your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all of those people around that are having cereal boxes thrown at the wall and cupboard doors. Maybe they're gluten up. intolerant. Exactly. Listen to your ghost. It's not a demon. It's probably a ghost. If it does possess you, though, it's probably a demon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you get to practice demon law. That's true. Exactly. Also, it's much easier to listen if you're possessed by them, right? Because they're in your head anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's friggin spooky, though. Mm. When you see those those things about people like being possessed by demons and then they just can't get the demon out of their head. Right. I'm going off on a tangent. I this mean, not... sometimes it's got to be nice to just be on autopilot, you know, <laughs> not have to worry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't even know how I got on the freeway. I mean, in yeah. some ways, that's like some people get so blackout drunk and then that's how they live their lives. Right. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. Some of these like that's their demon (laughs) that's possessing them. Some of these days during COVID, you know, if you just had a demon like just possess you a bit. Yeah. Like get through your day for you. uh, Do that thing where they give you a nice back crack by like just Mm -hmm. really bending you. Yeah, And then you wake up in a field somewhere and you're like, how did I get here? And then you have another day to get back home and it gives you something to do. Yeah. I think you guys put a lot of thought into this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't do a lot, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like, um, I don't know, take up, uh, take something up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we need a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get there. Yarn's too expensive. <laughs> you guys are doing fine. You're great. You're great, guys. Well, uh, thank you so much, Jen. And we want to say that you're great and we want everyone to know where they can follow you. Well, you can follow me on Instagram at two little sandwiches, T-W-O, little sandwiches, where you can see all the things that I've been cooking. Or you can just follow me on Twitter or other Instagram at Jan Carwana, which is my name. Nice. Amazing. The most adorable Instagram handle (laughs) I've ever heard. That's me. And you can go to thesonarnetwork.com. You'll see a full profile on Jan with direct links to her social media as well. So we'll be tweeting all that out at Spook Podcast. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by The Sonar Network. <laughs>